This program is brought to you by A to B Media Partners. Be sure to listen to the After Two Beers podcast on Spotify, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Also, make sure to visit www.aftertwobeers.com. Welcome to the After Two Beers podcast interview sessions. I'm joined today with a comedian that I have heard for a long time. I don't know if that makes me old or him old or both of us old. But uh, gro- <laughs> yeah, growing up in the Midwest and listening to the Bob and Tom show, I've heard this guy for years. The, the guest is Greg Warren. Greg, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, man. Oh, Good to talk to you. Yeah, our pleasure. I, I mentioned to you just a second ago, I was writing here to the studio with uh, my girlfriend, and I said, uh, we're having Greg Warren on the show. And she was like, I, I don't know who Greg Warren is. <laughs> and I said, you got to listen to this flute man thing. And <laughs> that is, if you grow up in, at least in Indiana, and somebody hasn't broke into that, not possible. And it's all because <laughs> of you, buddy. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks for saying that, man. That's nice to hear. It's yeah. Good. Are you excited to get back out and, and do this comedy thing again? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, uh, you know... And, uh, enjoy being on stage again. I'm a little trepidatious about the whole thing. Are you? I, I, we yeah. had um, Miss Pat was on the show uh, just two days ago, and that was one of the things that I had asked her was, "Are you nervous about getting back out there, or have you had people like that are basically saying you shouldn't be doing this yet, or has, have you encountered any of that?" Well, I mean, nobody telling me specific. I've had friends that's advised against it, you know, but yeah. nobody's really um, like trying to take me down or anything but uh, you know i i um you know i i myself am not honestly not sure if it's the right thing to do the problem is you, you schedule these things you know when things are turning around and I, I don't know where you know you don't you don't know what the spikes are in every part of the country you right know? If, if if this gig was in texas i would probably have canceled it are you planning to drive to these or are you going to fly yeah, I'd drive, yeah. 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 I, I, I don't want to get on a flight. Yeah. Uh, there is no way. That's just got to be a Petri dish of nastiness right now. Yeah. I mean, they always are anyway. <laughs> but now it, it's like playing Russian roulette just to fly somewhere. So you're going to be at the uh, Helium Comedy Club this week, July 16th at 8 p.m. It's a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, 7.30 and 10, July 17th, 18th. And, yeah. And so you're getting back out on the road. And you had, yeah. you had mentioned part of it, you know, you, you feel, do you feel obligated to go do these events because you had scheduled them? I mean, I, you know, it's a, it's a tricky time. I'm not sure what I feel. I would say I have mixed emotions in that I think when I scheduled them, uh, things looks like they were calming down quite a bit and now they're, they're not. Um, I think it sort of all depends on, you know, the city and the state uh, from what I've heard. I, I haven't heard where, you know, the places I've heard are really awful are Arizona, Texas, and Florida. I haven't heard Indianapolis as being this real hot place. Um, so, yeah, I um, if if the gig was in Texas or Houston right now, I think I probably would tell them I can't go. Um, and, I, and I considered it. I, I Honestly, we just don't get such – we don't get very uniform data, but I considered, like, maybe I had to cancel – I have like three three weeks in a row, and I was like, maybe I should cancel, but I uh, I don't feel great about doing that to a club, man. Um, and I do think uh, I'm not so worried about myself getting it or myself giving it to people. I think you can manage that pretty well if I wear a mask into the show, and you know, um, I I uh, I'm a little concerned about people giving it to each other. Yes, you know? and I don't I don't want to necessarily be the impetus for that. Right. You know. 
We we asked in studio this week when we were recording our normal show about Major League Baseball coming back, and I'm excited. I, I'm a huge baseball fan. But then I got to thinking about it, and I asked uh, the others on the show, I said, if Major League Baseball came back and it starts at the end of July like it's supposed to, but you know for a fact that it's going to somehow result in the death of 50 people as it's passed around and people get it and things, would that make you change your mind about whether or not you want the season to come back? And it was funny how everyone was like, yeah, I guess I would. And I just don't think we think of it that way. And so for you to say, I'm not worried about getting it myself, but being, you know, the the common denominator that brings a group of people together for a comedy show, which is supposed to be medicine in this type of uh, this world we live in. It's a weird deal right now. I think people have to be unselfish. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I, and you know, uh, it's I don't uh, choose to take too many uh, moral looks at myself because I don't know if I. You know, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure I'm on the right side of this one or not. Uh, yeah. Again, I I um I do think if they do the right sort of spacing and that sort of thing, um, it is possible to to have a comedy show if it's in the, you know spaced out the right way and people are taking the right precautions. You can go to a comedy show, um, and 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 be pretty safe. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Um, now, will people wear masks to the show? Maybe not. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. So, um, is it, it's a tricky time and uh, I'm not going to pretend like, uh, I don't have conflicted views, but I, uh, at this point, unless I hear while wow, this area is extremely hot and it's spiking, you know, I'm not sure I, I have any to cancel on the club, you know, real, real close to it. Which, yeah. and, and, and I'm not sure that's right. Yeah. So. I, I feel for you too, as, as a comedian, it's, you're, if you're on stage and you're staring at an audience and no one's wearing masks or very few, you think if I'm really laughing, you know, really good at this, they're going to laugh like crazy. And <laughs> that's just like now's when you got to come out and give them the Dave Chappelle kind of in your face humor. <laughs> so they go home and think about shit instead of laughing and spreading diseases. This is a weird deal, isn't it, Greg? Yeah, yeah, it is, man. Yeah, it is. Have you um, ever questioned com- comedy like you are now, just as far as like getting out on the road and doing this kind of stuff? No, I mean, uh, the road has been sort of a constant in my life for 20 years. Yeah. I mean, there's probably not three weeks that have gone by when I'm not on the road in 20 years. So, yeah, it's, it's all it's all different. Now. Uh, but, I, you know, do I think that stuff is less funny or not really? No, I, 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 you know, yeah. I don't think that. Yeah, it's just, it's just the, you know, unfortunately, the way comedy, you know, the great thing about it is people are close together laughing in a, you know, in one place. And that's also the thing that makes it uh, uh, dangerous right now too. So, Well, can I ask, is that part of a, like a weird balance for you between wanting to do this and encouraging people to come see you, but at the same time, it's like a moral struggle if you really try to get the place full. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I rely on the club and from what I understand, I mean, the club you and I are talking about is helium and Indy and, um, I think that they're going to do the right thing. From what I hear, they have it. You know, uh, they're not going to let the place be full. Right. You know, I think it's a maximum 50% occupancy. And from what I've heard of that club, they can do that well. I mean, uh, and to be honest, I'm, there are some people that just aren't going to go see comedy. So I, 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 I'd like to say, wow, there's that many people that want to, are willing to risk themselves to go see Greg Warren. I have a feeling <laughs> It'll work itself out where it won't be giant crowds, but they're in, and they they will be able to be spaced out. Right, I, I, right. It, during you know, I have, I have a feeling. So yeah, it's a really cool comedy club, and and from what I've heard from the other comics that have gone through there, 
they think they speak very highly of it. Um, yeah, it'd be my first time there, man. So I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think you'll be good. Well, let me let's talk about some lighter topic stuff. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so you're uh, you, you're a Reds fan, you said, right? I, yeah, I'm a huge Reds fan, and uh, as we we heard off air, you're a huge Cardinals fan. So are yeah, you- man. I mean, the Reds. It's a sh- uh, shame for you guys because I, I I kind of felt like they were going to make a run this year. They <laughs> made made a lot of moves off season, and they got this uh, young pitching. And uh, you know, I I sort of felt like you guys were proposed to be pretty good. Yeah, we we suck at baseball, or we have for a long time. We haven't won a playoff game since the nineties. We've been to a few, but we haven't won any. And the one. Oh, no, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! There was that year when you got no, you guys. Oh no, no, I take it back. You went up. We went, went to San Francisco. Against, you went up two zero against the Giants. Yes, two thousand and twelve. I yeah. think I was actually at Game and, Four when they swept us. Yeah, and then and and I thought and the Reds were good, and I was like, okay, it's going to be the Reds and the Cardinals in the uh, NLCS, and uh, they swept you three in a row. Yeah, at our home. Yeah, I I, uh, I, I definitely remember that. That's yeah. what, they, they had Lincecum right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Lincecum pitched, and we, Kane, maybe Matt Kane too. Oh yeah, that team was. It, it was because they won the World Series that year. Yeah, the Cards lost to him in the uh, in the NLCS. It was yeah. uh, heartbreaking. Who's your favorite baseball player of all time? Um, it's a good question, man. I, I maybe Willie McGee. Oh yeah. Um, and maybe uh, Adam Wainwright, actually. Really. Yeah, yeah, I really like Wayne. I got to meet him uh, once. He's a really nice guy. Not you're not a. Just, was it hard not to say pool holes? Um, you know, he's. I, I th- yeah, I mean, he's probably the best player that I've seen. Um, you know that run that he had with St. Louis was, in, you know, it's unmatchable. Uh, but I, you know, he had a chance to be a lifetime Cardinal. He didn't. Yeah, and, uh, I, I don't. I don't blame him. In fact, part of me. Uh, part of me thinks the Cardinals knew exactly what they were doing. They were offering him enough money so it looked good, but not enough. They kind of right. knew that he was going to go, you know, because you know it, it turns out that was a not a good contract, you know, that the that the Los Angeles Angels have right now. It's it's not a great contract. No. I, I like pools, and it was uh, you know it was, it was great, man. He was he's probably like I said, he was probably the best player that I've ever seen. Yeah, you were an athlete in high school. You were a wrestler, and, yeah. College too, and college, and and did really, really well, right? Yeah, I did well. Yeah, I mean, um, I wasn't. I finished seventh in the country my senior year, in Division One. So I was, you know, I was an All American, but I did not finish first. So, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> wow, you sounds like you got a lot of encouragement at home. <laughs> no, like, I know. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I actually back then, back then, I probably thought I was a bigger deal. Than I do now. Now I can kind of be like, okay, I, in perspective, I did well. I did really well. But I had a father who was a wrestling coach. I started when I was five years old. I was good. I should have done well. And and I look back and I'm like, yeah, there's probably uh, I maybe could have been better. You know. Yeah. I mean, but honestly, there were guys that me that were better than me that never made all American. You know, they just didn't have a good tournament. They never got hot at the the national tournament. But yeah, uh, yeah, I look back and. I would not have won that tournament. I can tell the guy that won the, that year was, uh, you know, one of the greatest wrestlers in the history of college wrestling. So, and that <laughs> is a guy named Pat Smith. He was the first guy to ever win four national titles. Holy cow! What yeah. weight did you weigh? 
158 my senior year. Yeah. Was that a struggle for you to like maintain weight or was that where you walked around at? No, I, no, it was, it was, it was, I wrestled 150 my first three years and that was a giant cut. 158 was still a cut, but not, um, uh, not as, as, as brutal. What it wasn't too bad. Uh, It was manageable, but I mean, there's nobody that walks around at the weight that they wrestled back then. What do you, what, uh, what's the silliest way you, uh, you did something to lose weight? Well, I mean, you know, I guess by the time I got to college, none of it was silly. It was more of a, you know, like we, we knew what it was like a science to us. Right. We knew what to do, you know, in high school, you do dumb stuff like spitting and that, like, you know, it's all, <laughs> all, all kinds of dumb things. But in college, man, it's, it was like, nah, you're 10 pounds over the day before the match. You have to dehydrate those last 24 hours. It's insane. They made some rules uh, now that, um, Make it so you can't do that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. If if comedy didn't work out, did you ever consider a career like in UFC or WWE or something? <laughs> well, UFC wasn't there yeah. <laughs> um, when I was. You know, there was no UFC. There was probably like tough man competitions or something when I got out. And uh, I mean, there's some guys that were wrestling. You know, like when I was, uh, Randy Couture was. Uh, he was wrestling the same time I was. He was like a, a lot older than me because I think he went in the military for a while and then then went to college and wrestled but uh yeah i i knew and and i know some of the guys the ufc guys now just because they wrestled from missouri and i'm still close with that program but uh the uh, wwe i don't think i had the uh i don't think i had the personality for it those guys are all um very very confident you know like extremely <laughs> i think i would probably be uh I think I'd probably be a little more reasonable about my expectations. I don't think that plays well in the WWE. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill the guy. I'm gonna kill the guy. What about you, Greg? I'll be like, ah, you know, looking at the numbers, um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't think I have much of a chance. By the transitive property, that guy beat this guy, and this guy beat me, so he's probably gonna kill me. Yeah. <laughs> you could Doesn't come out and go, play well. I got a lot of shit on my mind. I'm really not that focused. My mortgage is... I think people would connect with the average Joe. I do think that... I've always thought that. I'm just glad you said that. I've always felt that um, if a, a, a WWE would, it would go sort of the, the unexpected route, or WWE wrestler would do, you know go sort of be the, the mild-mannered or the, you know, the non-confident guy, I think he would really cut through a lot of... Right? Just come out bitching because your kids didn't clean up the dog shit like they were supposed to. And, and just stuff like... People are like, I like this guy. I like it. I get yeah. behind him. Yeah, I just, you know, like, ah, uh, you know, I, I honestly, I, uh, I give myself about a 30% chance, and that's <laughs> that's generous. You know? Right. That's if the other guy shows up drunk. Yeah. <laughs> then I got a shot. <laughs> We're talking with Greg Warren, who's going to be at the Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis uh, coming up uh, this week. He's going to be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, make sure you check out their webpage for ticket information. Um, how You mentioned that you're going to be traveling around the Midwest. Where are some of the other cities that you're going to be going to? Uh, Lexington, Kentucky, and Kansas City. Uh, okay. So that's not bad. You can hop in the car. Do you? Yeah, uh, yeah everything's drivable. Yeah. What do you listen to in the car? Do you listen to other comedians? Do you listen to radio? Do you listen to XM? Book on um, tape? I'm all over the board. You know, I um, I have XM. They've been a big supporter of mine, so I really try to support them. Um, 
and I do listen to some stand-up comedy. I kind of flip around and here's here's some of that. Not you know, it's not my regular thing. I listen to a lot of MLB radio on on ES, ESPN or on on uh, Sirius. Sorry, yeah, MLB Network Radio. I really really like that. Um, there's a wrestling uh, you know uh, a wrestling podcast, amateur wrestling podcast called Flow Radio Live that I listen to a lot. There's um, a couple of uh, – there's these guys. The uh, best podcast in baseball is this guy, uh, Derek Gould, who's the uh, one of the main writers for the St. Louis Cardinals for the St. Louis paper, uh, the, the Post-Dispatch, and a uh, guy that I know. Like he's uh, just got a great baseball mind, and he he has some really interesting guests on his podcast. So I, I listen to that. You know, that's cool. If you were gonna- Yeah, and then, and then flip to like uh, – Oh, what's the, there's a, a serious channel called First Wave. It's like a lot of you know kind of '80s music. I think it's called First Wave or Second Wave. I don't know. It's a it's a bunch of '80s music, and then there's and Yacht Rock Station on uh, on uh, Serious. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. You know what? We listen to it too, and I don't know if I'm embarrassed about it or I should be excited or proud of myself. <laughs> but, I love it, man. I love it. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Now you know one of the things we started our podcast a little over two years ago. And we've tried to continue to grow it. As, and now with COVID, it seems like everybody is doing a podcast. But you, yeah, yeah. you mentioned that you listen to one on amateur wrestling. And because it's interesting to you, if you were going right. to do your own podcast, what would it be about? Well, I, I do have a podcast, actually. Oh, um, well, let's, let's talk about your podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I have one that I started during COVID, um, but we were uh, preparing to start it a while back. Um, we've been working on it. It's another comic named Brendan Ayer, who's very funny, and um, it is called One Down, and it is a weekly review of the New York Times uh, crossword puzzle. So <laughs> we, uh, both of us do the pu- we attempt uh, every puzzle all week long, and then we uh, we get together and we sort of talk about it, and uh, it's it's you know jokes mostly. We, uh, we try to there's it's great because every clue is sort of the you know a setup for a joke and uh talk about uh how each of us did and uh ridicule each other and uh it's it's pretty <laughs> loose but uh yeah it's it's really fun man you know what i learned mine was and i can't speak for you but they become almost therapeutic it's something to uh, uh uh the podcast yeah oh yeah yeah it's um yeah i mean for me it's i guess uh, and and i mean crossword puzzles are something that i've done anyways i got started late in life and the New York Times is, it's hard, man. It's just the way it starts on Monday and it gets harder every day. So, oh, okay. Um, so you keep going yeah. with it the whole week. You don't give it up. No, I usually write about Wednesday. I'm out. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, like this week, let's see. I got, I got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, barely. And then Thursday and Friday, I got close. Really? But, uh, yeah. Um, and then Saturday, I think I'm going to have to uh, pretend like I tried, but not really do it. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of time this week because we had to do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, buddy, I appreciate the time. I know this is a weird time to, to be out on the road, and and uh, but it is it is important from the aspect of, you know, you are supporting people financially, which does help, you know, even with long-term health care. But um, 
you know, comedy is important, and it really comes down to whether this is the new normal or not, whether a vaccine is, is found. We have to be more cognizant about taking care of others, and uh, that, you know, if that's wearing masks and comedy clubs or whatnot, just to try to have that semblance of norm, it needs to happen. So I think you're doing a really good thing, even though it is a little scary still. Sure that. Hey, can, do you mind if I uh, uh, promote something? Oh, absolutely, um, buddy. This is about you, not me. Oh, I uh, last week I had a, a a brand new comedy special come out, um, and it's called it's on Am- Amazon Prime, and it's called Where the Field Corn Grows. Yes, and uh, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 available now. If you if you have if you're an Amazon Prime member, it's free. If not, you know, it's like a few bucks. But uh, yeah, it's pretty proud of it. It's uh, yeah, I'm having some fun with that. So it's just been out for a week or so. How long did it take you to put the uh... The material together that one you know pro- probably uh about, about three years i think that's that's so impressive to think about it that you're fine-tuning something for so long um miss pat who was on the show i mentioned last week she's performing uh, actually tonight as we're recording this and it's because she's got a netflix special next year and she just wants to try some material out you know before she gets ready for that and and I don't think that people realize just how much work you guys put into just one special. You know, um, that's about par for the course, I think. For me, it's, yeah, you know, about, about three years, I think, to get a new hour. Well, that's impressive, buddy. I, I'll give you that. So, Well, well you haven't seen it yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, Greg, I appreciate the time. Again, you'll be at the uh, uh, Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis uh, coming up this week. So... Uh, make sure you you get out to support Greg. But if not, you can check out the new podcast or you can also um, check out the new Amazon Prime special. So, Greg, thank you so much for being on the show. Hey, uh, thanks a lot, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah, buddy. And safe travels. You know, hope everything goes well the next uh, few months for you. And uh, maybe we can do it again later in the year. We'll talk about some baseball. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds great, man. All right, Greg. Have a good day, sir. All right. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for having me on. All right. My pleasure.